Super, super oh, no. Frank. Super, super Frank. I'm so excited. Oh, damn. Ah. Uh. Now, uh, if he brings, if super, if Frank Lampard brings six other players with him, then maybe I'll be excited. A, you got a team. Then you have a team. Then you have a team. I'll have one new backline, please. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Straight Red Plex and to Straight Red. I am, of course, Jeff Ross, and with me, as always, the inventor of the e-cigarette, Alex S. Kibler. <laughs> Alex, what's the deal with vaping? I I wish I knew. I have vaped one time. Now, here's a fact that the genders might not know. Uh, they don't know any of this. I used to be a smoker. Fun fact. J- listening to my voice right now, you would think I'm currently a smoker. No, no, this is U.S. Open Cup. It's not emphysema, <laughs> not uh, yet, but we'll yet. get to that. Well, um, somewhat of a dark story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Uh, my uh-oh. grandfather, ages yeah. ago, this would be like a decade, decade and a half ago, yeah. uh, got diagnosed with emphysema, and he comes back to the I house. Hold what... on, it's going to get better. Don't oh, you worry. All right. He comes back to the house, tells yeah. everybody, oh, like, I have emphysema. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. He says, I'm switching to filters. <laughs> He switched to filters, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. My grandfather got diagnosed with oh. emphysema. Switched to filters. Oh, that's which hilarious. Which was a big change. Yeah, I that mean. That was a big step down for him. And, well, I mean, if you've ever looked at a filter of a cigarette after it's been smoked, it filters some stuff out. Yeah. But not the cancer, no. sadly. No. no, that was his solution. Filters. But you know, to his credit, when he was born, he was not expected to live as long as he did. So, hat tip to him. That's I mean, my yeah. emphysema story. I mean, we'll include that on our next week's show, Emphysema Today. Such a good show. It's really great. Alex yeah. W.S. Kibler, just Ooh. like Paul W.S. Anderson, director of the Mortal Kombat films and Resident Evil movies. Wait, did he direct the second one, too? Because it was terrible. He directed, I think, three of the Resident God, the Evil first ones. one was great. Though. No, 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 no. Oh, Mortal Kombat. Stretching, uh, Mortal Kombat, he directed the first one, and that was it. Okay, good. The Resident Evil movies, I think he directed two or three of them. I wasn't a big fan of those movies. They're not good. No, okay. You want to talk about soccer now? Do you want to know what else Paul W.S. Anderson directed? Uh, Event Horizon. Okay. That, I was, feel... that was the high point of his career. We're both not feeling well today, Gingers. Can you tell? <laughs> There were some MLS games this week, but not a lot. No, it was not a light a week. It was a light week. It was week a light week due to U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, um, but we'll get to it. Some might say not light enough. Uh, oh, let's start with the good news. All right, let's yeah. start with the good news. So Saturday night, New York City three, Montreal one. The battle for the bottom, the as I've dubbed battle it. Battle for the bottom. That sounds like of the a table, cl- uh, like a club, like some kind of club. I want to go to that club. Are you sure? No. So the battle of the bottom. <laughs> No, New York no, City not FC. Battle of the Bottom. We have to get this clear. It is Battle sorry, for what, the Bottom. That's what I heard. Is that not what <laughs> you a, said? G- uh, Jeff, that's a different battle. Is the that, Battle of the Bottom. That's the club you said you wanted to go to. <laughs> New York City FC 3, Montreal 1. I was at this game. I was on cloud 9. I was not sitting near you, which no. is my habit. Yeah. 
We don't speak outside of this. <laughs> no conversation. We don't, we don't speak. No, I was with my friend James Coker, yeah. who is taller than me. I'm a six foot tall man. James Coker is at least six one. Yeah. And I discover all of his friends are also over six feet tall. I've never felt so small in my oh, life. Oh, I hate that. I'm it's also the six weirdest feet. weirdest feeling. Yeah, I'm also like right about six feet tall. And people, whenever you're with someone who's like noticeably taller than you, or, or worse yet, several people, you're like, it just you feel off. It has nothing to do with with no, no, you know anything really it. serious. It's just that you're, oh, I, my world is wrong. Yeah, and that's know? actually what the rest of the world is like. <laughs> yes, everybody exactly. else lives that way, but because we're not used to it, Can it you stands out in a big way. But what is with these giants I'm around? It's so strange. It is. Went really to the game. Yeah, <laughs> one of the best. New York City FC performances I've oh, seen this season. The best. I don't think there's any question that that's this the best they've looked all season. This was a complete game. It was a complete game. And you... Then they have not played a complete game. Even no. in their previous win, they didn't play a complete Certainly game. Certainly not. Certainly not. And you saw Villa absolutely take over that match. That is great. why you have David Villa. He could have had a hat trick himself. He, he had a couple of breakaways that he yeah. hit right at the keeper. Yeah. Um, this is the David Villa we thought we were getting. Yes, exactly. This is exactly... Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. And that. truthfully, I think... This is who he is. It has a lot to do with the talent around him. But can I talk about Poku for a you, second? The beginning of the legend of Quadro Poku. Yes. For those of you who don't follow New York City FC closely, Poku was already a fan favorite. He was, yeah. Already a fan favorite, largely because of his name. And his preseason. He had a great preseason. A great preseason. His name. And the fact when he signs autographs, he just writes Poku and three exclamation points. In block letters. If it's, you haven't seen it, we'll, we'll tweet it out from the, the podcast. It's phenomenal. From it's the phenomenal. podcast's Twitter. This man is stronger than everybody else. Yeah, he's crazy. Just everybody else. Yeah. And you know who he reminds me of in terms of raw strength? Kyrie Shelton, frankly. Yeah, yeah. He's just a strong, strong player. But he's out there muscling guys off, off the ball and making things happen. Yes. Which New York City FC has very few playmakers. Exactly. The thing that I've said, I've said this on the pod before, but the thing I love about Poku is that he will run <laughs> at someone. Absolutely You fearless. get the sense that he's he's not afraid to play the ball wide and keep possession, but unlike a lot of our other players, the Grabovoys and the Tommy, well, Tommy McNamara might be an exception, but a lot of our players just do not want to run at a defender. And, and you see that in sort of the toothless attack that we have some of the time. Can I point out a big one? Mix. This happens yeah, a lot with Mix. I agree. And Mix gets shoved off the ball a lot. I agree. Not in the past two games, but in this season, we've seen him just get shoved right off the ball. He's looked better. I think Mix is still trying to find where he fits into this lineup and what his best role is. But the thing is, is that his best role right now is going to change when Frank Lampard gets here. So, I mean, it's, it's just a matter of... True. of this was one of Mix's best games. I agree if with not that as his well. Best I agree with that as Poku well. Poku looked great. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. it, it was one of the best all-around performances. Of course, Josh Saunders looked great. He always looks great. He's an all-star on this team. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, there, I know it's a bad season right now, folks, but this would be a devastating season with a lesser keeper. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. There'd be no wins. As as bad as he is with his feet, he's amazing at shot stopping. Amazing at shot stopping and a fearless keeper. But I've said this for a while and I still maintain this. He is such a reckless keeper as yeah, well. I agree. That at some point he's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Or what's happened when he played for LA. You're going to get like yellow cards, red cards. You're going to get suspended something will happen now as a result of this game Mm -hmm. something that's really important is if we're talking about the supporter shield rankings oh my god are we talking about nycfc and the supporter shield rankings? no longer in last place (laughs) we're not the worst team in the league jeff 
Hey, no. started from the bottom. Now we're here. I say it every week. It rings true more today than it has ever. New York ever. City has moved up one spot. We have. You know why? Because we had more wins and less draws than Colorado. I think that's that's impressive. <laughs> I, I don't know why you don't think it's impressive, really. Oh, such a low standard. A real question is, how is Colorado in last place and they have a minus one goal differential? That's amazing. Yeah, they've actually had a lot of unlucky games. Dallas is in seventh place, and they have a minus four goal differential. So Dallas is a streaky team. When they're on, Which they is, dominate a game. Yes. They'll but, drop four or five goals on you. And yeah. when they lose, they get dominated. They get destroyed. They yeah. just get absolutely destroyed. There is no middle ground with Dallas. Yeah. No middle ground at all. The thing here, too, Dallas, talk about a team that's in absolute free fall right now. You know, they, they have gone five games winless. Which is two draws, three losses. Right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a tough stretch in your schedule, but it's not that tough. <sighs> We're still pretty early in the season. Going five yeah. games with no wins. Yeah, that's a rough stretch. Yeah, I know NYC's done worse. Oh, well, we, we, let's not talk about that right now. All right. It's all it's all. But here's my reminder, later. which yeah. I do every week. New York City FC plays in the East. They need two wins, and they're in playoffs. They're in. Contention. They're in. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't need to be a good team to make the That's playoffs. All it takes. You need to be a hot team at the right time. Hot team, right time. If they come in, and I, I'm I'm going to say this, it's going to be after the All Star break. Yeah. But if they come in after the All Star break, just flaming hot, like they come out real hot, they're in. And we're talking about we're talking about. You transfer rumors later on in the, in the podcast yeah, as well, yeah. but you you might see a team that is half different on July fourteenth, the first game after oh, the transfer yeah. deadline against oh, Toronto yeah. FC. So you, you could see a lot of new faces, many that you've already heard of, but a lot of new some faces that you haven't yet. Starting for New York, based on well, if we're reading the tea leaves here, but let's. I want to talk briefly, yeah, about the Orlando DC game. Me too. Orlando, much to the. A pleasure of our bizarre Orlando fan base that we have. <laughs> and I looked into it. I posed a question, and it was a different Orlando guy answered me. We have multiple Orlando fans. That's, I don't understand that. Do you? I think we both picked DC to win. I, and Orlando I think won. And the Orlando fans let us hear about it. Hey, listen. I love, I, know love I love to know when we're wrong. It's also called every it. day. So <laughs> that means that you're communicating with the podcast. We Orlando appreciate it. Orlando is a fighting team. They really are. They, so I, I, I have to admit to this. In the preseason, I had a lot of concerns about Adrian Heath and his staff. A lot of them were lower league guys. Yes. Were they really going to be ready for MLS? I'm a fool. They're clearly ready to play. They they're are. Middle of them, they're ready to fight. But you also... They're punching above their weight, though. Well, uh, not 100% everybody. punching above uh, their weight. Kaka's not, but everybody else. Everyone else is. Yes, I agree with that. The thing is, is that DC, DC settled for a lot of poor chances in this match. And, and that's, that's a lot of why you saw the result that you saw. That there wasn't... The, the final pass wasn't there. They played a decent game. I mean, they didn't look terrible. But they could not put shots on target. They had only two the entire match. And, and there's been a lot made about the penalty call. Um, Here a we lot, go. Well, it's just... Yes, was it shoulder to shoulder? But you know what? It was also I think I saw that as a finishing move in Mortal Kombat 2. Like it wasn't <laughs> Who was it? It Scorpio? wasn't a ple- yes, exactly. It wasn't exactly a pleasant coming together. You cannot leave both feet it's fly into a defender in it's the aggressive. box and expect to not get a penalty. It's aggressive. But I want to say this for Orlando. They've in order to take advantage of that, you have to have been in the fight to begin with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right? So DC normally would be dropping two, three goals on an expansion team. Mm-hmm. This DC team, not a theoretical DC team. Right. These literal players. 
they had no goals yeah. at this point in the game. Yeah. Orlando got the chance that they needed. I think really what they were probably looking for was a set piece or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I know technically a penalty is a set piece, but like a corner kick or something like that to take advantage of. They got the penalty. They took advantage of it. They walk out of there with a win. Yeah. Yeah. Credit to them. Some other Credit scores from around the, re- the league. The league? Yeah, that's what it's called. I think so. Uh, this weekend, New England 2, Chicago nil. Not um, finally, New England turned the game around. Yeah, they had went, gone went six cold. games winless. Yeah, went cold. It, Only two losses in that stretch, but still, <laughs> grabbing just four single-point draws, that's tough. Yeah, it is. And and so, good for them. Chicago, you still... I, I feel like I don't know what Chicago is. I don't understand what Chicago is. Last season, at this point, I had written off Chicago. Uh, yeah. I written them off. This team, though... Has these little flashes of brilliance when yes, David Akam yep. really is making things happen. I'm like, oh, I get it, I get it. If he can find some consistency, they have a chance to be they really have good. A chance, they have a chance. And Mike McGee slowly but surely coming back to match fitness and regularly playing, I think it's going to help this team. It'll be good to see him. Columbus uh, won, LA Galaxy won. Now Sebastian Legit with a great goal. Great goal. Some might say a legit goal. Clear out your desk. <laughs> You're done. Uh, but a draw but a draw that is a pattern that la has had for at least three seasons of starting the season with a mediocre performance they're pretty low in the west right now and they deserve to be with how they're playing but robbie Keane's coming back to health i'm telling you steven gerrard's gonna show up it's gonna be a different also i wouldn't be surprised if la manages to sneak some other player in there they'll do some magic and get it under and not be a dp but they'll sneak someone else in there and they're going to have a second half of the season that's just crazy. Well, the thing is, too, is that they're doing that LA Galaxy thing where they're terrible away from home and they're amazing in the, in the StubHub yep. Center. Yep. You know, they have, I feel like they're, they're away, their road goal differential is like minus 10 oh, or something. something they get routed something on the road. Something obscene. Nikki will write us yeah, about please. it. Let us know about that if you and don't mind. Seattle 3, FC Dallas nil. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I did not pick this one correctly. <laughs> as I'm wont to do. No one ever... Listen, you you had... First of all, the goal from Nagel, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. But this team... This team continues to win games while having less possession than their opponents. And they, they show you that quality in this league and, you know, one and two touch passing can lead to goals and lead to wins. It really can. I, I feel that there's an overemphasis on the possession stat. I would agree. I really do. Because I'm more concerned about what chance are you creating. Yeah. If you only have the ball 30% of the game, which, by the way, is pretty terrible. But if you have the ball 30% of the game, but you're getting shots on goal, great. You're, you can walk out of there with the You're win. creating chances. FC Dallas has the ball most of the game, walks out zero goals. Yeah, exactly. Then I don't care. I don't care. Who what you do with the ball? Yeah, exactly. What you do with the ball? I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So we had a bunch of USO. We did. We US can't Open talk Cup. about all of them. We can't talk about all of them. I did go. You did to Red Bull Arena. I also went to an Open Cup match. We'll talk about it. All right. I went to Red Bull Arena to see the New York Red Bulls take on their dreaded rival, the yeah. Atlanta Silverbacks. Yeah. And I'll tell you why I went, Ginger. <laughs> you just address our one, our one fan. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, two fans. You know what just occurred to me, too? Because our pod, the first three episodes are yet to be on backheel.com, which I'm going to remedy that. Um, people don't know why, what ginger means. I don't think it bothers them. I guess not. But we're talking about you guys. You know that, right? Like, we're talking about your our fans. One, at the first, I think it was the first episode. We, we were like, into it. We were like, you know, what are we going to call our fans? And I was like, red 
You went heads, with red heads. And you said, oh my God, gingers. And I was like, and that was it? Yes. And now you're cemented as gingers. Anyway, sorry. Yes, ginger. Z- z- <laughs> I went to this game because on StubHub, I could get a ticket for $5. That's value. That's good. That's value. That's soccer I, yeah, I value. I could get tickets for $5, <laughs> which is basically, w- that's less than what it costs in Path Fair for me to get right. out to New Jersey yeah. and to get back. It cost me more to take the train than it took for the ticket for the game. So I paid the $5. Uh-huh. I went there. Yeah. I will give credit to the Red Bulls for this. That was their team. That yes. was first team Red Bulls. Yes. Those were the real players. I think maybe they sat one or two guys, but that was mostly real players yeah. out there. Those silverbacks are terrible. Yeah, it's not They're great. real bad. The only thing <laughs> that was surprising to me about this 3-0 scoreline for the Red Bulls is that it was only 3-0. The silverbacks were not in this game. Mm-hmm. They had maybe one or two good players who were their forwards, and they were not getting the ball. Also, the silverbacks could not clear out of the defensive third, it was driving me nuts. Also, I paid $13 for a beer. Why? That's a lot. Even a for lot. Red Bull prices. It's a lot. What was it? It's one of the big cans. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I paid $12. Oh, that's way better. It's $12. <laughs> that's far. That's what for I paid what? for wait, wait, You're going to be Yankee so upset at what it is. Yeah, please. So I went to the Beers of the World thing. Yeah. Got a beer yeah. of the world. What part of the world? It was a Tecate. Oh! One of the cheapest Mexican yeah. beers you can buy. I paid $12 yeah. for a Tecate. Anyway. Uh, I hope anyway. you're proud of yourself. I so also went. most of these games... No, no, we're not doing that just yet. Oh, okay. We'll get there. Don't I'm you sorry. worry. Don't you worry. Most of these games on Tuesday... Yeah. MLS sides did what you thought they would do. Yes. They defeated most of these teams. Yes. Some of them pretty closely, some of them a little further away. The one that was really interesting to me was that Sacramento-San Jose game. Yes, indeed. That went all the way to penalties. If anybody deserved to move on and have a Cinderella story, it'd be that Sacramento team. You certainly hope so. I mean, they they deserve recognition in the American they soccer landscape, in my opinion. Really, really do. Yeah. Sad penalty loss. That's a bad way to go out. It's not a good way to win either. No, it, it's bad for everybody. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Because even when you win on penalties, yes, you have the elation of winning in a, in a single elimination tournament. You do, but you also didn't really beat the other team. No, you didn't. You didn't really beat them. So when you're San Jose and you're playing Sacramento, which is a lower league team, not just a lower league, they're two leagues down. Yes. You can't be happy with that no, performance. not right? at all. Of and this not. was at Avaya. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was. Mm-hmm. So you're at home and you're... And I know Sacramento's nearby San Jose, so it is somewhat of a rivalry team. But credit to Sacramento. I've been impressed this team for a while now. They really brought the fight. Yeah. Really brought the fight. All credit to them. Now, we're, we are obviously going to talk about that Seattle-Portland game, but we have to go forward in order to go back. Yes. All right. So on Wednesday, we had a handful of games. We did. Okay. A lot of those results, expected results. Yeah. There were three that were interesting. Let me run down two of them. Okay. And then we'll get into the meat of the matter. Yeah. I was shocked that New England Revolution lost at home at Harvard Stadium. Uh, but then I looked at the lineup that they yeah, put out there, yeah, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! You want all the 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 teams in MLS to take the cup seriously, and they don't. You know what I mean? It's they like don't it's sort of like take it seriously. Yeah. They don't take it seriously, don't and I don't get it because you only have to string together what is it four wins? And yes, you have you have a title. Yeah, you won something. You get into the Champions League. I don't get it. I don't get it. They. <laughs> 
they fielded a lot of reserves. Yeah. Not a full team of it, but a lot of them. Charlotte took advantage. They got a lucky goal. That was it. Mm-hmm. That is it. New England's out. New England, my pick in the East, is out. Orlando. Ugh. Charleston. I was watching What a, a scoreline. What a scoreline. First of all, 4-4 four, four, and then 8-7 in the penalty four, shootout. 8-7 the penalty. Uh, Goodness. Charleston, hold your heads high. Hold your heads high. And on behalf of this podcast, I, 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 we want to sort of give our condolences to the people of Charleston for the, the shootings oh that goodness. happened. Um, oh, my God. We're all thinking about you guys, not for soccer reasons, but for people reasons. Oh, my God. Absolute tragedy. Yeah. Absolute tragedy. I hope everyone is staying safe and being as well as you can be in a trying circumstance. Yes. But because this is ultimately... Soccer podcast. Yeah. We do have to get back into it, but our thoughts are with you and yours. Yes. You want to talk about um, what I did yesterday? Out in Strong Island, New York. <laughs> yeah. At a little university called Hofstra. Uh-huh. There's a tiny stadium out there. Yeah. Where a little team. Yeah. Called the Hofstra men's lacrosse team place, yes. but also their, their lines are on the field. That was apparently there's mind. also a major league lacrosse team that plays there. Look at that! I think they're called the New York Lasers. That's not right. <laughs> Let's go with Lasers. There's also an NASL team, yeah. by the familiar name of the New York Cosmos. Indeed, yes. Now, before we get into your experience, yeah. I just want to point out one very important statistic about the New York Cosmos this yes. season. They haven't lost at all. Yeah. They haven't lost a single they game. Have they ran made... right through the league, took the championship. Well, that's that's a little... I saw, there's a lot of draws uh, in there. There are, and there are also a lot of late games, but this that's what they do. They, yes, they, they, they rally. the Cardiac Cosmos. They leave it late. Most, do they actually call them that? That's what they call them. Huh, interesting. At least this season. They leave a lot of goals late in the game. Yeah. Alex Kibler, I hear through <laughs> yeah. the grapevine... Yeah. That you went out to Strong Island, New York. I did. To see. I really The did. New York Cosmos take on a little team. Yeah. Known as the New York City Football Club. Yeah, I did. I was there. Alex, your thoughts? Well, here we go. As a Virginia Tech fan. Yeah, well, this is going to be good. You know, we lost to James Madison University in football a few years ago. Small school, folks. It's a small school, and it's, it's uh, the division under us. And you never want to lose to a team from a lower division. Never. But that being said, when you're a mediocre team in the top division and you play a really good team or the best team in the the division right below that, this can happen. Oh, yes. Now, was this New York City's A team? No. Was it their B plus? Yeah, it was was a B B plus plus. team. You didn't see Tommy McNamara. You didn't see David Villa. Apparently, David Villa was held out because of of turf condition reasons. Well, if you watch this broadcast. It's a terrible surface. I can understand. It's a terrible surface. It looked like a carpet laid yeah, over it concrete. It was not great. But it's just disappointing. You know, I, I was saying earlier today, it, the mistake that I made was letting myself get like wrapped up. It was like, oh, we could actually win this. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just you, you get excited to win a game. Gingers, I watched this broadcast. Yeah. Which was a good broadcast. It was. Mike Petke and um, what's his uh, name? Shep Messing. Shep Messing, awesome. yes, thank you. It's a very good broadcast. Yeah. Uh, I was watching this broadcast just to see what the deal is. Yeah. Let me tell you, Poku's two goals, beautiful. Oh, uh, that, that overhead kick? Oh, oh. my gosh. Poku. Now, he had to looked, do that because his first touch was terrible. But yes, which he admits to. <laughs> he made yes. it up for it. Yeah. Yes. His two goals look great. Yeah. 
And in the first half, those first 45 minutes, yeah. that was NYCFC's game. Well, they were pushing. They started the, slow, but the last 30 minutes. They were shoving the Cosmos Yes, around. they really were. Shoving them around. Halftime happens. Mm-hmm. And out of the halftime locker room, the Cosmos were like a different team. They were. They were yeah. so much more aggressive. But you, you also, I think what you're also seeing is that you see the depth of the Cosmos play in, into this game a lot. I would say that there's not a huge amount of drop-off between those starters for the Cosmos and the, the subs that came on. Whereas, if we're talking like from starters to reserves in New York City FC, is, is not great as those starters are. The reserves are, are a bad. dramatic drop-off. They're pretty bad. When Kwame Watson Cerebo comes in as your stalwart defender to see out the win, you have problems. You have problems. problems. No offense to the guy, but like... He was like a statue on their equalizing goal. And can I just say this about New York City FC? We saw a similar problem that we've seen in other games, especially in their home games. They don't seem to be able to recover after a momentum shift. I agree. They There's some kind of, I'm reluctant to say it, but I'll say it anyway, some kind of psychological block that yeah. once it shifted, they decided, oh, we're losing this game. Yeah. I, I knew, and they play like that. I knew pretty early on that we were going to lose that match. I, I think after that first Cosmos goal, no, it was slipping I, away. I didn't think that because I've seen them do good counterattacks before. And frankly, if Medi Bellucci can stop being selfish and pass the ball to Patrick Mullins, we would have won that game. But Ugh. it's just it's that's a frustrating way to lose, you know. And you know, good on the Cosmos. I'm all about local team, like you know, teams in smaller markets getting play. You know, good for them. Yeah, the small market of New York. Well, sort of. Do you know an, a Cosmos fan? Not personally. No, me neither. I mean, like, no offense to the Cosmos. You know, that I, is I, offensive. It might be, but you, you know, write your letters to Alex Kipler. Fair enough. But like, I just, it's, it's, it's just, it's more disappointing for NYCFC that you lost to an NASL team than you lost to the Cosmos. Is what I'm saying. I will say this though: this is great for an NASL team. I agree. This is a phenomenal win for the Cosmos. This is back to back. Yeah. They beat the Red Bulls last year. Yeah. Now they so have a rematch coming up. Uh, they have a rematch yeah, on July 1st. Yeah. On July 1st, they're going to go to Red Bull Arena to take on the it's Red Bulls. Three days after they play NYCFC at Yankee Stadium. So I'm interested to see what lineup the Red Bulls trot out Me for too. that game. Because the Cosmos are technically in their offseason. Well, my thing with the Cosmos, too, is that this game and then probably the Red Bulls game as well, this is their Super Bowl. You know, you are going to get their absolute best shot. Every time. Yeah. This is the thing that any upper division team needs to be worried about in any kind of cup play. Not just MLS, any any cup play. That the lower division side, this is their biggest game of the year. Far and away. This is it. So if any of those players have anything left in them, now they're going to do it. And you're going to get the best possible side that you can face. And that's why I still maintain the Atlanta Silverbacks are a bunch of garbage. Fair enough. Here's another score for you, Jeff. Hit me. Seattle won Portland Timbers 3. Oh, my. In a game sweet Jesus. that, wait for it, finished 11 uh, on 7. Wow. 11, 11 on, seven. on 7. And that's Seattle with the 7. Yes. And this was in Seattle. It was, well, ish. Yeah, ish. <laughs> it was that's at the Starfire. Little Starfire. Starfire. Thank you, yeah. But important note about Starfire. Yes. The Seattle Sounders have never lost in U.S. Open Cup play at Starfire. That's an amazing statistic, really. Until the Timbers beat them. Yeah. 
three to one lot it got real chippy real fast it really did as you expect you expect a portland and seattle a, especially in a uh, single elimination match. yeah exactly credit to portland game they, went to extra time and they kept their composure yeah. portland you made it happen and if you're if you are a seattle fan you may have qualms about the michael zira red card the straight red on brand hey um it, that's a weak straight red card for the elbow but the other two red cards, you can't have any no. qualms about it at all. You can't be punching people no. like like wrestling players. Brad can't Evans was reckless the entire match. He got called for it twice. He got sent off. That that's what's supposed to happen. Um, but that's this not one. that's not the red card of note no. in this uh, wow. match. Uh, Gingers, pause this podcast. Go look up the highlights <laughs> of this game. Watch them. We will wait. Yeah. Are you back yet? Yeah, we're back. Okay, I mean, they should have yeah. paused, so we don't really need to wait that long. I hope so. Yeah. Clint Dempsey lost his damn mind. He lost his mind. He lost He lost his, his mind. mind. Yep, he did. And <sighs> the first yellow was fair. Here's the thing. That was a fair yellow. I yeah. know he doesn't like it, but it was fair. As a soccer fan, you, I'm torn about this. You know... It's it's does it make good talking points that he tore up the referee's Oof. notebook? Of course it does. Great point. But this man is the is the captain of the United States men's national team. And he might miss the gold cup because of this. My friend Jack McNamara yeah. texted me about this very issue. His reading of the rules and uh, I guess this is the way it is with a U.S. soccer sanction tournament. That that action, taking the red card, tearing it up, can be considered assaulting the referee. Oh, that can be considered. It plainly is by the letter of the rules. And, and that's a three if month it ban. Is, that's a three month ban from all competitions. Uh, I think they can only ban. I thought they could only ban you from international or things that are sanctioned by. Like a, a all USSF competitions, yeah. yeah. So the, the gold problem cup here is ends. the gold cup is out. Yeah, the gold cup be, and the if open that's cup. That's what happens. Yeah. The gold cup's out. It doesn't matter for the open cup, right? Because they're out. Yeah, they're out anyway. Uh, although it would matter next season, by the way, those do carry over season to season. Yep. If you've got like accumulation or a red card or something, that's huge. It is now. If that when you really look at the forward happens, pool of the huge. United States. I mean. Are there other decent players? Yeah, Bobby Wood's on a tear right now. Mm-hmm. But no one has that skill set that Clint Dempsey has. Much like we don't have an additional Josie Altador, yeah, we, we don't have an additional no. Clint Dempsey. So that's a concern. If he can't play in the Gold Cup, yeah. what, do we put Wando out there? What are we doing? I hope not. What are we doing? I think you put Bobby Wood out there. Bobby Wood, who... Put Bobby Wood and Jordan Morris out there. Why not? Jordan scoring goals. Bobby Wood scoring goals. Why not? Do it. Do it. Why not? How's Terrence Boyd? Is he healthy? Call him up. (laughs) Get him in here. Get him in here. I don't know. He might still be What's Brian Ching doing? What's Brian Ching doing? (laughs) What, is he some sort of administrator for the Houston Dash? Bring him in. (laughs) Bring him in. Get him in here. Where's Landon Donovan? Let's kiss and make up. Lace him up. Landy Cakes, we need you. Lace him up. Your country needs you. If we're willing to out call of position in, at all, <laughs> run DMB in here. I don't see why we can't yeah, call in let's Landy do it. Cakes. I'm about it. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. You have we to be concerned. We will find out very soon if he ends up with a three month, not match, month ban, month 
Bang. Here's the positive to this, though, is it, it opens the doors it for people door. like Jordan Morris and, and Bobby, Bobby Wood, Wood and, and Aaron Johansson, for that matter. Yeah, all these guys. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Wood, also, credit to him, has, due to his performance, weaseled his way into a new deal at Stuttgart. Yes. What? Who saw that coming? Uh, before his performance? Two, yeah, two weeks Absolutely ago. Absolutely not. Uh, he was one of these guys, I'm like, he might come back come back come to mls for the first time in his career and not even get a decent deal yeah and maybe not start you know yeah. what i mean it's just that's like, what it was looking like yeah that's what it's looking like and now you're playing for another real bundesliga side you really are credit to you good for you two Bobby. good games that's yeah. all it takes that's all it takes man it on takes. the big stage anyway Ooh. yeah but can we just point this out just briefly i know we have a lot to go over but seattle's out they're the defending champion of the u.s yeah, open Cup. so we a- know bare minimum we have a new winner and the seattle sounders will not be able to match the five winner uh, uh record from this point forward i'm i want orlando to win i think that'd be orlando? a great I that's think a, that'd great be a great story. story i you know what i was thinking differently because yeah. i wanted the la galaxy to win but orlando winning what is a, a better story it's line. a way better story no one likes the galaxy. And, and, uh, hmm. and <laughs> Orlando winning, though. Yeah. Because all respect to Orlando, I don't see them making a deep playoff run. No. I don't think they're no. going to win the they're US not. Cup. No, of course not. I don't not. think they're going to get it the Supporter Shield. This would get them into Champions League football. Yeah, and that's what you want. I do. Actually, they're the type of team, now that I'm thinking about their oh, roster. Oh, you want to see in the Champions League. Now that League. I'm thinking yes. about their roster, they're probably better built for CONCACAF Maybe. play than they are MLS play. They now that I'm be. really thinking about those players half of those guys play for those countries anyway yeah orlando best of luck yeah we're pulling for you best of luck the u.s women yeah beat nigeria barely <laughs> yes but they beat nigeria well, one nil barely they, but they, they dominated they the dominated game. they dominated the game, the game. Yeah, i'm yeah. being overcritical but you, they beat nigeria more importantly they win the group Nigeria was a, was a a type of team. When you watch them, you, you see some of the the nations in, for their women's football teams, where you clearly have some great players, but you clearly are like, oh crap, we need a right back. Here's this random girl who's not very good at soccer. You know, what yeah. I mean? it's like that. It was yeah. it was the mix of those two. Uh, Mexico looks like that. Yeah, I agree. Team yeah. As well, mm-hmm. they've got some players who are like, oh, this this person's right. really something. Yeah, yeah. And then the, <laughs> these other players like, who is that, this? That poor goalkeeper was out of her league, and Oof. I felt bad for her, really. Oof. Um, but, uh, she had a great name, Precious Day Day, I think is her name. Like Precious Day Day. What a name. Great name. Listen, I'm great more name. a fan of names than I am of soccer. But they played soccer they and played not names. Soccer. They won. They beat Nigeria. Yeah. They won the group. The rest of the, the games continue to happen. And we are set to play Colombia Colombia in the round of 16. This is a winnable game. Oh, of course it is. This is a yeah. winnable game. In spite of an earlier controversial handball call that went in favor of Colombia, I think that was a fluke. I don't think that's how Colombia will continue to play. Right. I see this as a winnable game. I, I think it's going to be an easy one. Now that I've said this, we'll lose 5-0. You're not going to lose 5-0, but what you hope is that you don't leave it late because you can't finish your chances. And, and yeah, we've the, had a the lot women have not, of issues. They, they are not finishing chances. I keep looking at Germany yeah. because I feel that Germany is the real competition here. Yeah. Germany's just dominating these teams. Now, it is worth pointing out, Germany is playing some scrubs. They're playing the weak. That's a weak, very weak, weak group. When yeah. they're dropping 10 goals, like, look who they're playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't drop 10 goals on Nigeria. That's my point. I agree. You know, we, we had a chance to make that game like 4-0, but yeah, we, we couldn't take the chances. One, yeah. 1-0. But it's a victory. We won our group. This is where we want to be mm-hmm. at the top of the group. Round of 16, USA versus Colombia. 
June 22nd. Tune in. Yeah, we're going to be It's going to be a good one. We're not going to be there. We're going to be watching on television. Yeah, it's a And by there, I mean right here, <laughs> over on the couch, watching yeah. TV. Um, but I've, I've got the same concerns I've had before the tournament started, that this U.S. women's team plays a little too much like an all-star team. It's disjointed. And not enough like a team. I agree. Germany plays better together. I need someone else to eliminate Germany, frankly. I need someone to eliminate them in like the round of 16. That would be or great. quarters or something. Like someone just get rid of them. Abby had a goal in this game, but I, we need more from Abby Wambach as well. We need more from Abby. Megan Rapinoe's playing out of her mind. I have no qualms about her. I, I like Kristen Press up top. I'd like to think. Can we talk about how young Miss Johnston... Whoa, where did she come from? Is far and away the best outfield player that we have in this tournament, maybe besides Megan Rapino. New York City FC, pick up the phone. <laughs> Listen, she would pick be an improvement over Kwame Watson, Sarah center back. Put I am not there. exaggerating. <laughs> girl can play. The girl can play. There. Sign her up. She looks She's good tall, in Sky Blue. Perfect. Blonde. Put her out there. It, it'll Put be her great. out there. Yeah. Put her out there. She is good. She's, She's like, what, 22? I know. Well, she came that? out of nowhere. It's exciting to watch. Very ex- That's what you like to see. Yeah, Because the I thing I always worry about with the U.S. women's team is that we're getting too old. But we have... Well, we, we are the oldest team in the tournament, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, but, but we have young talent playing. Kristen Press is one of these. Sydney LaRue is one of these. We have yeah. young talent playing, and they're playing well. Um, but Abby Wambach is 75 years old. <laughs> she is also probably the greatest of all time. So there's uh, that. Probably is. Yeah. Well, you can make an argument for Marta, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to say I'm going to say Abby is the best. I went to Brooklyn Brooklyn Bagel, which is a bagel chain with no locations in Brooklyn. For those of you is who that don't, true? yeah. Did I you learned, not know? That? I learned something. Today. Yeah, I didn't know Brooklyn Bagel had no Brooklyn location. They have great bagels, but that's so easy to do. They're already in the city. I know. I don't know why. It's weird. But they also Hold have on. a guy no, in New York. York. That's probably the point. I, I bet it was. It's irony. Um, but there's a guy who works there, and I stress guy. Who looks just like Marta. Now, who is that more insulting to? I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough one, right? It's a tough I one. I saw the guy and I was like, wait a minute. I've seen you on a terrible graphics package recently. <laughs> I'm going to say it's worse for him. I'm going to go, it's worse for him. It has to be. she's still like, she's well, he a has, slight lady. Legitimately, he has like long hair and he had like back the in like the thing? little, oh. you know, the little food worker's bun. Oh my God. And he had like a hat on. Oh. Looked like well, Marta. Well, he is working in, in food service. I, well, fair enough. Yeah. But like he, uh, that's. Well, lace him up. <laughs> we need you. Your Get country needs you. Your country Needs now, we alluded to earlier that you might see on July 14th against the Toronto, the Toronto FC. I don't know why I said that. You're uh, very against Toronto FC, uh, New York City might be fielding a completely different team because there's a lot of wacky transfer rumors going on right now, A lot of wacky Jeff. transfer rumors. Now, uh, long-time gingers. Long-time gingers. Yeah. Know about the Pirlo rumor. Of course. Know about the Pirlo rumor. Last I heard, there was a deal... On the table for almost twelve million dollars. Yeah, That's you know the thing is obscene. The thing with Pirlo though is that he's in a position, in a position, pardon me, in his career that he can turn that down if he wants to and go play for Juventus again. <sighs> he could play for Juventus again. They would sign him. He could play in the Middle East if he wanted to. Yeah. Someone in China would sign him. Like yeah. there's a lot of places he could. Go. He could probably, frankly, he could probably go play in France if he wanted to. Yeah, someone. I don't know if can uh, I can I tell you something? PSG would, but it, this this just in. I don't want them to sign him. Ooh. Spend your money elsewhere. Is it defense? Yes. Because here's the thing with Pirlo. He has Vidal and Pogba 
two of the best box-to-box midfielders in the world covering him defensively. How did Man U let Pogba go? I have no idea. But But anyway. But he's not a defensive player. And right now you need defensive players. Yes, he plays deep-line playmaker, but only because he has those two tremendous athletes next to him. Now, if you're going to play Kyrie Shelton and Poku and you teach Poku how to tackle, then sure, (laughs) that's fine. Poku only knows how to shove. He only knows how to run at people and score goals. It's a, it's a unique Which skill is, set. Uh, well, it's a good skill it's set. It's useful. Some goal scores. But there were two Spanish signings. Yes. One of them, a celebrated defender. And one from Manchester City's uh, youth outfit. Yeah. And, and apparently... Much like Shea Facey, who's currently on NYC. Shea Facey, by the way, has also been playing quite a bit. He, you know... Manchester City and New York City have this arrangement where they can, they we can sign up to three loan players from their academy a year. I believe is what it is. And that's my understanding. Uh, yeah, and, and so a lot of people. There's been a lot of hullabaloo about that. But that being said, you're starting to see it sort of pay off. This Angelino kid, well, that's his not his real name, of course. He's a he's a Spain youth international. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, pacey attacking. He had a hat trick in their reserve yeah. league. Yeah, uh, so he can attack. You know, and they also signed. Um, pardon me, Andoni Ariola. Yeah, exactly. Veteran defender, thirty-two have like years old, five hundred games or something crazy. I think he has. Let me. I think I have the statistic here. Hang on. He five hundred and ten appearances for Atletico Bilbao. That's amazing. Five hundred and ten appearances. That's incredible. Yeah. So here's something to potentially calm your nerves. You've got a real defender now. You, you only do. have one. Yeah. You only have one, but you have one. Facey and Hernandez have not looked bad in the they last look few bad, matches. But, but, but this guy's the real deal. This and guy's the real deal. He's, he's the real deal. He can play. I still want them to to sign a real, a real destroyer center back. They need one. They need one badly. I think if you had Facey, the athletic, quick, hard tackling center back, and you had a destroyer, and all of a sudden you have these two guys on the wings, that's a different back line, and you're looking good. So I got a couple questions for you, yeah, Alex please. W. S. Kibler, director of Event Horizon. Yeah. Who yeah. is getting released? Now, here's why I bring this up, Gingers. There are strict roster limits in MLS, which is down to 28 players, by the way, ever since the most recent collective bargaining agreement. <clears throat> yeah. Shea Facey's loan is supposed to end, I believe, at the end of the month. I've I don't heard know. it's being extended, actually. Yeah, I don't know if they've finished the deal or not. But if you're signing two players, yeah. two other players. George John, obvious answer. He hasn't played at he all. He hasn't played. He's taking up roster space. Well, is he, or is he in some form of injured reserve? I don't know, actually. That's a good question. So you have two players coming on. Two players have to go. Now, you could just send them on loan. Yeah. That would function. That would work. Yeah. Or you could cut them. I, it, Who are you cutting? If you, You're top two. George John's on your list because he isn't playing. I get it, but you're cutting George John. Well, what I'm saying is you would also... I don't know why it's, it would not be... If you sign a center back... Then you have to send Watson Cerebo to Charleston. I mean, not Charleston. Um, uh, Wilmington, the Hammerheads. Hammerheads. Um, and it's you have you have the most disappointing players in defense for this team. Very. That you have you have players in a Grabovoy and 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 Tommy McNamara who aren't finished products going forward, but they're passable. You have a couple of good defenders, and then you have garbage. No offense to to the Jeff Brovskys and the Chris Wingers of the world. 
God bless Chris Wingard being asked to play out of position most of the time. Um, he's not a center back. So it's just, it's tough, man. It really is. In other transfer silly news. Yeah. I love this stuff. Drogba was asked during a press conference for some comedy festival he was a part of. I love this season. I don't know. This the I, love, I love transfer season. It's so it's crazy. He was asked basically, would you go yeah. play for the Red Bulls? In so many words. Yeah. And his response, and again a paraphrase, is all I have to do is call me. Yeah. What's that all about? I, it's the longest-running transfer rumor in the history of the league. This has been going on for at least three seasons. Now, there were rumors out there as well that he also he has actually declined the deal from Orlando City. A little surprising to me. You know, apparently they weren't willing to give him two years, which was the reason for the decline. But I, I feel like the guy needs to understand what his actual market value is and what's, how that sort of works in this league. Because he's, he's an asset, but not to every team. And don't burn those bridges, man. You know what I mean? Go prove to Orlando that you're worth a second year at the end of your deal. Or frankly, prove to a different team. Prove to anyone, yeah. I mean, he's clearly got a great skill set. And you have to keep in mind, he has a similar mindset to a lot of European stars that I want to play in New York or L.A. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the cities I've heard of. Like, that's where I want to play. You don't hear a lot of Columbus transfer rumors. No. Sadly. Not for the big names. No. It's a shame, too, really. You, if he played for Columbus, that's a very destructive team. Oh my gosh! Yes, there's a lot of teams that could really benefit from his his skill set. Can you I, imagine I, him on the Timbers? Good God! Oh I just Lord. had a flash of what that would look like. We should sign him, Portland. Call him. Call him. Portland. Do it. Why not? Mary right? Paulson. Give him a ring. Give him a ring. Lucas Podolski. Just heard that today. To Orlando. What? It's a rumor. Now let's let's yeah, not let's it's a not. Rumor. And keep in mind, the transfer window doesn't open until July eighth. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that being said, Lucas Podolski. Apparently, there's a. I think it's an offer from Galatasaray and Turkey that's on the yeah, table for yeah, him yeah. as well. They've got cash. Yeah. Um, but if you, I love the audacity of Orlando. They're just I going really for it. do. They're like, "You know what? This is this guy's good at soccer. Let's sign him." I, you know what I mean? It's like it's amazing. Um I, Lucas Podolski is not a spring chicken if I remember correctly. Let's no, see here. No, he's not. He's not. But going down to Orlando where it is almost guaranteed you will He was start. born the day after me. I'm one day older than Lucas Podolski. Look at that, no spring chicken. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> He oh, is dear. practically guaranteed first-team minutes. As oh, long as he comes God, in healthy. Of course he is. As long as he comes in healthy. And it's him and Kaká. Can you imagine that? Podolski and Kaká on the same pitch? It's crazy. And then let's start thinking about the players this season in MLS. Yeah. Villa. Lampard. Gerard. Potentially <sighs> Drogba. Yeah. Pirlo. Kaká. Pirlo. I mean... Podolsky, potentially. 2009 is going crazy right now. And then American stars. <laughs> yeah. You got Bradley, you got Dempsey. Bradley's playing out of his mind right now, too. Altador Healthy is scary out there. Yes, I agree. It's exciting times. <laughs> if you're a great. soccer fan, if you're a These soccer fan in America, but you're not an MLS fan, and somehow you've managed to struggle through the 45 minutes of this podcast up to now, and Congrats, you yet, by the way. indeed, it's a, quite an achievement, and you have not been convinced to, to watch American soccer, 
Why are you not watching American soccer? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't get it. Now, there's going to be more of the silly season. Of course. We all know it. We're right at the start here. And I think think there are big teams that already have deals lined up and you have not heard a peep. Oh, yeah. And and you're going to see splashes. There's going to be a shocking signing. That's going to be great. It'll be someone at like the Chicharito level. Someone who you think. Oh, my Lord. Can you Or like Gio Dos Santos signs. Like with with like L.A. Yeah. Or or Dallas or something like that. Like, oh, my God. There's going to be a signing like that. I don't think it's them specifically. Jeff, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Alex W.S. Kibler. Uh, that's not. Director of the little scene film Soldier. <laughs> starring Kurt Russell. Okay. Just, Movie's I'm terrible. with it. All right. Movie is terrible. Yep. Mori Maleski. Hey, let's go around Mori the league. Mori Maleski. Tonight on Unimas. Colorado at home against FC Dallas. In the battle of the teams that aren't playing real good right now, that's not a good tagline. You know what? I'm just going to take a 2-2 draw. I don't like this game at all. I don't know what is going to stop Dallas's free fall. I really don't. I, I mean, you, you they're hurting right now. They really are. I think Colorado could win this match. I really do. I, I'm gonna. Oh. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, one. I'm gonna say one nil Colorado. I'm gonna pick Colorado win this wow. match. Wow, that's a stupid pick. I should have done that. It's all right. Saturday, there's games too, so we're just gonna forget about it immediately. Uh, Seattle at home, 4 p.m. against San Jose. That game's on CSN Bay Area and Joe TV. I'll let you guess quickly about which of those stations is in which city. Bay Area is in San Jose. You're so smart. And Joe TV, which is referencing coffee, is in Seattle. This just in. Coffee. Go ahead. Normally, I take Seattle in this game. Normally, but Omafemi Martin's got hurt in the U.S. Open. He did. Yes, we didn't mention that. And I don't know what's going on with Clint Dempsey. My understanding is if he got banned, it would not affect this match. But who knows? Maybe MLS says, hey, that was egregious enough that we're going to do this. Yeah. 1-1 draw. Normally I take a Seattle win here. Am I about to pick Seattle to win when you didn't pick Seattle to win? I think so. I'm going to say 2-1 Seattle. Really? I don't see the teeth from San Jose yet. I just don't. They can hang in games, but they can't. They can't. Dominate games. You know what I mean? I think they're looking at a wounded animal, and they are going to strike. We'll see. Toronto FC at home against New York City Football Club. That's 7 p.m. Sportsnet 360 and on Yes. This is at BMO Field. It is. This game, I expect close to a sellout for this game. Should be. New York is technically still on their win streak. They are. Despite their loss. The historic home win streak. They're on a win streak. Yeah. Kyrie Shelton may be back for this game. We can hope. So is Michael Bradley. Yeah. Josie Altidore might get some minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to take Toronto. Of course you do. I've got to take Toronto 2 0. And keep in mind, Javinko's still on this team. I want to say 3 1 Toronto. Oh, I think in a New York goal. I think New York's going to score a goal. I, I think David Villa is playing well enough right now and he's found his form that that's worth a goal. But I do not see this backline containing. Javinko, Bradley, uh, Altidore, and company. And no one can no. do it. So and, why and, would and we're the probably the least equipped? Backfield. Exactly, the least equipped team in the league. Probably uh, Red Bulls at home. That's on TSN two and MSG against Vancouver Whitecaps. Normally, 
a game like this so close to a U.S. Open Cup match, I'd be like, oh, they'll be tired. But I don't know. They barely trotted out there against Atlanta. <laughs> I, I don't think. I don't. Think I think it'll be all right. I think it'll be all right. I think it'll be all right. Vancouver, mixed results lately. Yeah, yeah. Mixed results. They had to fly all the way to New York mm-hmm. to play this game. New York's at home. New York 2, Vancouver Whitecaps. Nil. I have yet to see a reason to prevent or just to stop New York Red Bulls free fall. Uh Vancouver to New York Red Bulls one. Bold pick. Bold. There's Montreal impact at home against Orlando City, Fox thirty five, Fox Sports Florida. Tough one. Our friends down in Orlando aren't gonna like what I'm gonna say. But because they played seven hundred minutes of football. <laughs> yeah. Taking Montreal with this, but just a one nil. Yeah. Um Stads. I'm going to say 1-1. I think Orlando's going to hang around. I think Montreal, it was not as bad as they looked against New York City last week. But I also think Orlando is not quite as good as they've been looking lately either. So we'll have to see how it goes. But I think 1-1's a fair result there. Uh, West Coast games. Portland at home against Houston. It's on Root Sports Southwest and Fox 12. Portland's a tough one for me. And so is Houston for that matter. But I cannot put my finger on, on Portland. I'm sorry. I just can't. They're I playing great right now. They are. But they also started so weak. Yeah. They, they, they've run out three wins in a row. But it's, it's like there's too many L's splotched in there, too. Games that they shouldn't have lost. <sighs> it's at Providence Park. It is. That's, Houston that's, Dynamo are also a weird team right now. I agree. They play very enthusiastically. Don't get me wrong. But they're weird. They're weird. Uh, Run DMB playing great. Mm-hmm. Will Bruin playing great. Yeah, but some of it, some of it, I'm just not 100 percent with. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take a Portland one nil win, but it's gonna be like late in that game. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I think one nil is a fair result in that match. Portland over no. Houston. Uh, LA Galaxy at home against Philadelphia. CSN Philly and Time Warner Cable SN Los Angeles. Oh. 10:30 Eastern. Philadelphia, indeed. L.A. Come on. Oh yeah. It's... Come on. Get out of here. I'm gonna say two nil L.A. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll go with two nil. All right. Fair enough. Also, Robbie Keane is back and he looked healthy. Yeah. Even though he was playing against a bunch of amateurs, but uh, he looks. With he looks Robbie Keane, that team is different, and and it's not even because he scores goals; it's because they work harder. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, five p.m. Eastern. D.C. United. This is on ESPN two against New England Revolution. What a game! Who's gonna show us? Who's really in charge of the East here? I'm, I'm have, taking D.C., folks. Say, I, have, I have a hard time not picking D.C., if I'm honest. Yeah. Jermaine. <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, easy for you to say. Jermaine Jones out. Yeah. For six, eight weeks. Yeah. Surgery. Yeah. That's also why he can't be in the Gold Cup. I'm taking D.C. 2, New England 1. I want to say D.C. 2, New England Nil. Wow. Jeff Not Ross. even I, one. Yeah. We'll have to see how that goes. And then finally, RSL at home. Uh, against Sporting Kansas City on FS1. That's at 10 Eastern. Upset at the Riot. Ooh! Upset at the Riot. I thought I was the only idiot who did that. Sporting Kansas City won. Philadelphia. I'm sorry, not Philadelphia. RSL. Mm-hmm. Nil. Really? Yeah. I'm going to say two... Uh, I'm going to say two-one Sporting. I, I, I agree with you. I... The riot is not the fortress it once was. It used to be. We have games on Wednesday, too, that we have to pick. Oh, my goodness. Look at all these games. Look at all Let's these go games. through them really quick. Philly at home against Seattle. Philly's going to lose at home against Seattle. Uh, of course they are. 
2-1 Seattle. I, I'd take that, too. Orlando at home against Colorado. 3-0 statement game. Really? 3-0. Midweek, 3-0. I'm going to say 1-1. I think Colorado's better than the record indicates, but not by much. Uh, Columbus hit home against New England. Hashtag new crew. I love you, but this is a draw for me, folks. This is a 2-2 draw. Columbus 2, New England nil for wow. me. Red Bulls at home against Real Salt Lake. That's on also on Wednesday. I'm taking a 2-1 Red Bulls. 2-1 Red Bulls. I'm going to say 2-0 Red Bulls. Okay. Uh, Toronto FC at home against Montreal. The battle for Canada. Toronto's going to destroy them. Is going to be a nasty it's game. Gonna be, it's going to be a nasty yeah. game. But I'm taking Strap and Gingers. Toronto <laughs> 4. You rebel. Oh, my God. What? Montreal 1. That's, that's five goals That's like in an this Alex game. Kibler pick. That's, what the hell is wrong goals. with you? Yeah. That's you're crazy. Two nil for me, <laughs> Toronto. Uh, Chicago at home against DC. DC, DC two, Chicago one. I don't care. I, I'm gonna pick a draw. I'm gonna say one what? one draw. Yes. Yeah. What? Chicago plays well at home. Uh, LA Galaxy in the nightcap on Wednesday against Portland Timbers. This is an ESPN game, folks. It is and it's on worth 11, watching. It's 11 p.m. Eastern. I'll be asleep, but you guys can watch it. Yeah, I, I will also be asleep. <laughs> but yeah. that, that's a game worth watching, folks. I have to take it 2-2. Really? Because L.A. has this weird mediocrity thing they're doing right now. Even with um, Keen. Keen back, Keen scoring at home. But Portland is just so hard for me to understand right now. I'm going to say 2-1 Galaxy. With a late That's, goal from Alden Gordon. Well, well it's, it's an obvious pick, right? Of course. Alden Ways that nine. you can get in touch with us, Gingers, at Straight Red Pod on Twitter. That's the pod. At Jeff is Famous on Twitter. That's Jeff. At Alex S. Kibler on Twitter. The S stands for solemn. What? I don't know. Solemn? Yeah. Is that Did what I say you that said? wrong? It's solemn. I can't say the E sound. Oh, you were doing an. M N. Yes. Okay. I can barely use the English language. Got it. Straight Red on Facebook, Straight Red Podcast on Instagram, and you can email us at straightredicloud.com. I don't have access to that, Gingers. I do. Send us an email, please. Uh, Jeff, it's now time for quiet time with Jeff. What what um what do you got for the for the for the the lovely gingers out there tonight? Some people will say you can't do a podcast while sick. They are probably right. Go for the talkers. We can't do it when we're healthy. Bye, gingers. I, I sometimes forget that we... The, the, the caliber show that we make. I'm this like, show this should be better. This isn't scripted. And I'm like, this should be better. This I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This show's never been written down. We got an outline and we don't care. This show <laughs> is mm. worth less than air. ba 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 I like your. Um, it was good. That was solid. I. You have a future in jingles. That jingles. I need to go back to 1950 when this was a business. I got those spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. jingle.